Profile series. I'm your host, Matt Hicks, the FF Educator, back as always with John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar. This is the JJ McCarthy Rookie Profile episode. John, we have been tracking JJ McCarthy for a while throughout his uh, really uh, successful run here at the University of Michigan. Uh, he is a little bit of a hotly debated prospect, but we have always been higher on him, and it seems like consensus is coming towards us. So I am ready to get into his film breakdown, his stat breakdown, give the overview of the background in the fantasy football projection to help folks understand just how we got to this point with J.J. McCarthy. Before we do that, I want to give a quick shout-out to everybody listening. Our listening download numbers for the podcast uh, side of things here are sky-high we appreciate you. Make sure you're subscribed because we have a ton more rookie profiles coming your way. And if you're watching on YouTube, do us a favor. If this helps you at all in your draft prep, give us a quick like, drop a comment, help us get some more eyes on the videos because uh, we love the engagement. We love the interaction. And with that being said, John, give us our intro here to J.J. McCarthy, the hotly debated quarterback prospect uh, out of Michigan. It took me a little while. He's firmly number four in my quarterback rankings. Over the past year, he surpassed Michael Penix and Bo Nix. And it was largely from what he did as a player. I've been a Michigan fan for 40 years. J.J. McCarthy is the best quarterback we've ever had. And I've watched Chad Henney, Denard Robinson, Jim Harbaugh, Brian Greasy, who led the Wolverines to the 1997 National Championship. McCarthy's better than all of them, Matt. He was a five-star recruit who led his high school team to a 36-2 record. And I don't like to use the term, right? He's a winner. But, Matt, I mean, every every time he stepped on the field, he wins. He passed for 7,905 yards in high school. And this number shocked me for a young teenager. 94 career touchdowns and only 13 interceptions. Last year, he guided undefeated Michigan to the national championship. Most of us college football fans watched it against um, the um, Washington. He was named first team all Big Ten and the Greasy Breeze Quarterback of the Year winner. He was also the Johnny Unitas Golden Arm Award finalist. He passed for 2,991 yards. And Matt, we have a trend. He posted a 22 to 4. Touchdown to interception ratio. In 2022, he was the Wolverines Offensive Player of the Year. He totaled 2,719 passing yards and 22 touchdowns. He was honored third team all Big Ten. During his Michigan tenure, Matt, he scampered for 632 yards and 10 scores. He played in 40 games for the Wolverines and started 28. And it was a two-time academic All-Big Ten the past two years. Matt, the resume is incredibly impressive. He is a winner. There's no question about that at the high school 
and college level. Tell the viewers, Matt, what your film breakdown says of J.J. McCarthy. Yeah, I'm a big fan of the J.J. McCarthy film. And the film is the reason that I have been above consensus on J.J. McCarthy. Going back to uh, summer scouting, honestly, going back to the 2022 season, there was always a lot to like with J.J. McCarthy. And what you have to understand is when you're watching quarterback film, you have to be able to project forward to be successful. So, so many folks are caught up on the volume, the passing attempts. J.J. McCarthy, they don't you know, have him throw the ball in third down a ton. Well, when you're winning a national championship and go undefeated along the way, you might not have to ask him to do those things. But I can guarantee, John, looking at the film, NFL coaches are going to be ready to ask him to do those things at the pro level. Let's start here with his mechanics. That's a big thing for me and a big reason that I like J.J. McCarthy. In terms of mechanical foundation, I think he's got the best mechanics in the quarterback class. He has a fluid and tight throwing motion. You see he keeps that body closed consistently. That is not something you see from a lot of college quarterbacks. You know, even guys who we have, you know, we expect to go higher, like a Caleb Williams or a Drake May. When they get playing hero ball, they leave their body open a lot, and that's going to drop accuracy. You don't see that with J.J. McCarthy. He plays within himself. I love his release. He's got a fast release, a quick release. He sees where he's going with it, and he gets that ball out. Helps him avoid unnecessary sacks. And he's got excellent footwork. You know, we'll talk about J.J. McCarthy's athleticism and mobility, but it starts with he's really light on his feet. He keeps a solid platform when he's throwing the ball. He's always planted uh, and has that steady foundation when he's releasing the ball. Another thing that really helps is accuracy. So let's talk about that. You know, J.J. McCarthy, he's going to put the ball where only his guys can get it. You'll hear him take a little bit of flack uh, when it comes to J.J. McCarthy because – you know, you see some of those Aaron throws, you know, they're along the boundary. They go high. They look like they're super inaccurate throws. I don't think it is. I think J.J. McCarthy, he's going to either put the ball where his guy can get it or where the defender can't. It's one of the reasons his touchdown to interception ratio is so good, like we talked about earlier. And he has minimal drop-off when throwing on the run. This is something I don't feel like a lot of folks are talking about enough. J.J. McCarthy's accuracy does not drop off significantly when he's throwing on the run because of those mechanics and because of that mobility that, that I just discussed. So he really is, when you think of a mobile quarterback, he really is that. He can move the pocket well, uh, and it's going to give his NFL receivers more time to get open, which is going to really help his completion ratio at the next level. In terms of processing, I think he works through his progressions well, but I'm even more impressed by the fact that he's not throwing the ball in double coverage. He's not throwing the ball in triple coverage. He's going to hold on to the ball, move the pocket, extend the play until he has that opportunity to either hit his open guy or get rid of the ball and, you know, kind of take it back up on the next play. Uh, that, that's a sign of maturity for me in a quarterback being able to say, you know, it's not happening this play. Let's run it back next one. He doesn't have the best arm talent in the class, but he can fire a rope through the midfield. He's got enough velocity on the ball, and I think he adjusts his velocity well. So he can push that ball downfield. It, it takes a little bit of touch, a little bit extra time, but it's not going to be a limitation for him in the NFL. Uh, and he's patient in the pocket. He feels pressure well. He can move that pocket if he needs to. And then wrapping it all up, you know, let's talk about the athleticism here. J.J. McCarthy, he is a great scrambler. He has great mobility. And he's also a physical runner. Like, he's a competitor. We talk about that winner title that fantasy players might not like, but NFL GMs love. 
if, if it's third and eight and, and he's got to take a lick to get that eighth yard or he's got to lay his body out and dive, extend for it, he's always going to try and make that play. So he's got that competitive spirit and it comes through in his athleticism. He's got, a, you know, that that drive to, to finish every play forward, uh, which I think is, is a really exciting trait to have with J.J. McCarthy. So, you know, a lot of folk, a lot of folks, you know, talk about the limitations here. But in terms of ceiling, I, I think he's got a huge ceiling because we have mechanics, because we have athleticism, because we have good mental processing, and we have enough arm talent. You know, JJ McCarthy, he's got a high fantasy football ceiling, and he may end up the best quarterback value of this entire draft, which is really. You know, it's a really key thing to focus in on because we're talking a lot about Caleb and a lot about Drake and a lot about Jaden Daniels, all for good reason. But J.J. McCarthy needs to be in this conversation. And if your league mates are going to forget him, then that's going to be your opportunity to take advantage of value. Speaking of value, John, there is no better value than the rookie big board. I encourage folks to head on over to patreon.com slash rookie big board today to get ahead of your league mates. Folks, now is the time. This is the time you want to be in on it. If nothing else, you want to be in on the awesome discussion happening 24-7 in the rookie big board discord. We got trade talk. We got roster talk. We got draft advice, uh, personalized roster overhauls. If you're rebuilding, this is the place you want to be. Uh, on top of that, in-depth rookie rankings, full player profiles on all of the guys. We can only get to so many rookies here in these videos. There is double that, you know, in terms of full player profiles over uh, on the rookie big board rankings. You can save 15% now with an annual membership over at patreon.com slash rookie big board. Uh, we look forward to seeing you in the Discord. All right, there's the film background, John. Let's tie it in here, see how the stats complement his NFL draft projection. You said something that really resonated with me just now, Matt. And I've been thinking about this for a while. You talked about his ceiling. A couple things you have to understand. He's extraordinarily young. I believe he's 20 years old as the time we're recording this. You have yeah. to project, you have to project him out. He's 6'3", 197 listed. He does look 6'3". What if he shows up at the combine about 205, 210? He still can probably put some weight on without losing any athletic ability. So you you have to project. And you mentioned his ceiling. This is going to sound crazy, but I thought a lot about this. My son and I are watching old football games from the 80s. I'm showing him how the game changed. He's John Elway. He's, he's not as big. He isn't. John Elway was a bigger prospect, more, more upper body strength. But Matt, J.J. McCarthy has better mechanics than Elway. It's unbelievable his mechanics, Matt. You were talking about throwing on the run. If you watch him, he keeps his eyes downfield. And when he throws the ball... He has this amazing ability to come to a stop, position his feet, and throw it with incredible accuracy. I mean, his ability on the run is unfreaking believable. And look at the mechanics, because we were kind of, my son and I were comparing Elway to players of today. And, you know, his mechanics aren't as good as because better coaching. These kids are throwing at a younger age. McCarthy's ceiling is John Elway. I think John Elway had a better arm, 
But McCarthy's in the discussion. Let me just leave it at that. Elway's arm is special. But McCarthy's is really good, Matt. And he has that chutzpah. He throws that ball into windows. You're like, hmm, that, that is something that Derek Carr would never do. So I love <laughs> it right there. And then what really woke me up to McCarthy, because I've been studying him all year, along with Knicks and Penix. When I plugged him into my model, Matt, his numbers are better. And what people have to get over is that the totality, the volume isn't there. Michigan isn't throwing the ball much in the fourth quarter. They're winning games. They have a great running game. But all the the, the numbers that matter, yards per attempt, 8.7, passing efficiency, 160.5, completion percentage, he's very accurate, 67.6. And you see tons of throws on the run. Touchdown interception ratio, 49.11. His rushing equity was only 9%. I'm looking for 10. It's so close. And if you understand, he's so smart with the football on the run. He's not looking to scramble. He's literally running to throw the football. Matt, he would have been a star in Gary Kubiak's offense. Remember Matt Schaub and the Houston Texans? Oh, yeah. He is. He would have been absolutely perfect in that Gary Kubiak. He could run outside the pocket. He could throw that ball to Andre Johnson. He would have been a 40-touchdown thrower in a Gary Kubiak offense. I love him now. He's my number four. I can't put him ahead of the other three. Matt, what's your fantasy footballers know? Yeah, let's put it all together here for J.J. McCarthy's fantasy football projection, starting with that coveted draft capital here. I have him projected to be day one mid, 11 to 20 overall. That's a conservative estimate. I think if we're looking realistic at this point, you know, this is late February that we're recording this and what the NFL draft landscape looks. I think it could be very realistic to see him go off the board eight to Atlanta. You've got 11 with Minnesota. You have 12 overall with Denver. I don't see him getting past 12 overall. There's going to be legitimate draft capital here. And I would not be shocked if you even see Denver trade up to try to leapfrog Atlanta. Uh, Minnesota trade up. You know, I think it's Tennessee there at seven, right? Um, so there's going to be suitors for J.J. McCarthy. He's going to get the NFL draft capital. And when he does, he's going to solidify uh, his his rookie Superflex ADP, which I expect to be 105 to 108. So uh, not in those first four picks, because I do think, you know, overall in terms of most drafts, you're going to have Marvin Harrison Jr. and the three other quarterbacks. But then you're going to have J.J. McCarthy sitting there at really good value. And I think if you did most rookie drafts today, again in February 2024, you know, folks let him go to the late first round, you know, 111. They let him fall to the second round, 202. It's not happening. He's coming off the board, 105, 106, 107. He's coming off the board in that range, and he should be uh, considered before that tier drop-off. You know, we talk all the time, what's that tier drop-off? J.J. McCarthy is before that, and I'm going to have high exposure to him. You know, I expect, especially if you let him get closer to 108, I'm probably going to have 50% plus exposure to J.J. McCarthy on my rosters. I really do see him as one of the best values of this class. Because in terms of a fantasy football startup draft, I think you're justified taking J.J. McCarthy just about the same place you'd be taking Dak Prescott. You know, Dak Prescott obviously is going to give you some more immediate QB1 contribution. 
Um, but as J.J. McCarthy gets into the back half of his rookie season, as he gets into that sophomore season, I think he's going to be producing in that QB 12 to 16 range fairly consistently. Uh, and it's definitely going to be a quarterback that you want on your roster. I think the floor the floor for J.J. McCarthy is like quarterback 20 to 24. So that's a really safe place to be uh, with a really nice combination of fantasy football upside. But of course, John, no better upside for your fantasy football rookie drafts than to have the resource insight and analysis available over at patreon.com slash rookie big board. Head on over there today to get ahead of your league mates and save 15% off with that annual membership. We appreciate you checking out this episode of the rookie big board.